All right, I'm ready. Yeah, we record. Oh, look, I just want y'all to know, look, bro, I got my nigga. I got my nigga Ja Jizzle at the bottom or whatever. I got my nigga Wine and um, Ryan C gonna be join the um, room, you know, um, I guess whenever you get settled or whatever when you get home. But right now, look, this is what it is. So what y'all talking about? What's, what, what the deal is? What you talking good, about? What's good, man. Nothing, man. Just uh, just catching up with y'all. What y'all been doing? I mean, what y'all been seeing in the, in the hip hop or in, the, in sports with the draft picks or in, Takashi coming home making his his avatar little yeah. rap fucking trap in New York. You know what's, oh, what's good shit. with that, man? He came right back to trolling everybody. Man, yep. I'm, I'm uh, like, live a snitch is a lifetime score. You always be in jail, nigga. Just smart as the boss. All I think about is that Jay Z line, though. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I have a I have a different opinion on that than most people. It's kind of the same because. You know, the way we all came up, we can't really uh, honor, you know, there, there's no honor in, uh, you know, telling. But at the same time, I think uh, what a lot of people miss mm -hmm. uh, in his particular case, not every case, mm -hmm. in his particular case is I can't really feel bad for them dudes because they broke the code. If what they're saying is true, what we read in the tabloids and all of the stuff, mm -hmm. if what by all accounts, they say it was true. If it was true, you know, they broke a code, too, because you're not supposed to fuck your boy's old lady. You're not supposed to uh, try to kill your boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or extort your boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you my partner, if we went and we did that robbery or, or if we did this or we did that, I'm not going to turn around and shoot you in your back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Once I, you already did with it, and you wasn't ever my partner to begin with. So, right. so that's how, look, I, I'm not saying it's okay to rap, but at the same right. time, what I'm saying is he made a business decision. At that point, from my understanding, they were smashing, running trains on his old lady. <laughs> uh, 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 they, 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 brought, they extorted him. They was going to kill him. They got him on wire. The feds, he got lucky that the feds were already tapping them boys up. Right. The feds play him the tape. He don't even know, and the tape is like, hey, we're going to kill him. Right. So at that point, everybody could say that free, no ratting and all of that. I understand that. Right. And that's if we all went to war together and we all walk with honor. Them now, dudes didn't walk with honor. Let me ask you this. And shout out to John. I know he let her wear a Chicago hat and all that. Well, <laughs> think about Sammy the Bull when he did the John Gotti. Now, John was saying all that stuff about Sammy, and Sammy got mad when he heard the illegal wiretap that the feds let him hear. I mean, you know, the DA let him hear. Do you feel like Sammy the Bull had the right to do that because he was mad with John for saying what he said and, you know, like, fuck it, I'm about to just tell everything now? No, yeah, he, Sammy the Bull was a rat. So here's, you look at, here's a little different what Takashi did? Yeah, yeah, because them boys was doing business together. Right. That, there was, there was not, now, there was animosity. Well, Sammy really was slanging out and slamming, really killing niggas, and he really doing that shit. Like, he knew. Right. Yes, yes. And, and and we all know your boy wasn't really about that business, but that that's not really what but everyone brings that up, but that's not to to to, to try to side with Takashi. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not bringing that up. He knew he wasn't really about that life. We know that. Mm -hmm. And but but once you start playing by them rules, then you 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 acknowledge it without mm -hmm. you know you acknowledge that this is the game that I'm gonna play. But at the same time, what I'm saying, all I'm saying is you can't expect someone to honor that code because they all they all put it like this, they all he a snitch, he a rat, but them boys, they ain't honorable. You know what I'm saying? Like them boys to me don't have no honor. all them boys are slime balls to you and you just feel like I guess Takashi yeah. like they can't think about what, right, right, right. He did, think about what, what, what most snitches that we know or heard of, or, or, or from either personal or, mm -hmm. or, or even from the, you know, uh, the Frank Lucases and right. et cetera, et cetera. No, he's a, uh, 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 Alpo telling on niggas in DC like I still Alpo, like right, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that call them, right. and hold them, and you a god, and niggas popping champagne because you home, but you told on all Al these. What you did, you write on all them boys in DC. Yeah, that's right. true. <laughs> Al Poe. Al Poe, that's a perfect example. Al Poe was, he was the alpha. He was the killer. He right. was the one that 
when it was time for that action, he was going to be the going so there first. Al, Alpo right. was a snitch to the full degree to the because them dudes, you only snitched because you was going down. Mm -hmm. To me, that boy snitched because in his in his eyes, his life was in danger, and these dudes. Alpo's boys wasn't doing him wrong. They wasn't smashing his old lady. They was living by a code. They was all his money. And there was a, you understand what I'm yeah, trying to say? Yeah, you said I mean, I get what you're saying, but like some of the ratchet kid niggas smashing my old lady. I mean, still, I mean, I get what you're saying though, but like, it's still some honor behind that. You ain't gonna sit up there and dime everybody out because you look over a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, <laughs> you I'm saying, look. You stay tender, dick, I yeah, yeah, I'm look, just saying, look, you know. I, I, I'm saying this, me and my partners, how we rocked and whatever we did, you mm. know, to this day we're brothers, you know. Um, there was honor. I would never smash my boys away. No, I, I agree like, with that. No, no, I, no, I agree with that. No, I agree with yeah. that, but that don't, I don't think that justifies the, the snitching, though. I'm like, I, oh, you had that for some yeah, and I agree you had that in the street. Wine, but I just, I don't know if I'd have went that low. Because like like Jay said before, uh, um, when he said, no matter how pretty she is, we never like any girl. That's how we run. When you ain't around a spanky son. So I understand that part, but that's a whole nother topic. About them. So, what you feel about what I'm about to say? Um, I mean, what you do? You, what you, how you feel? Pimp C would have felt about that in that, oh, in, in that era from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what I, Pimp, I think, Pimp, Pimp, I, think I, I mean, we can hear, I think we can hear it now. Everybody listening to this that sees this could hear him. You know, we can hear his voice and what his mannerisms, what he'll say about it. Um, but like I said, at the same time, you know, I think a lot of people don't give it that much thought. Mm -hmm. It, there is no thought in me snitching on my partners because we all went down. Oh, I went down. There is that's that's you snitching. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm saying, all I'm saying is that okay, put it like this: Takashi is a real gangster. Let's say he's a real gangster, right? Everything right. that happened happened. Right. He finds out they running trains on his old ladies and they extorting to kill him and all of that. Right. A real gangster would have did. Hey, that's my boys, but they violated the code. They all gotta die. Right. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you could take it in the street, but I mean But he wasn't no gangster. Right, yeah. They knew what there was you just basically saying they knew what they was getting. Now there's something else I want to think about. Ja, how you feel about the dudes from UK saying like if dudes from you know uh New York drill don't give them they credit in, in um the UK, they gonna like start jacking rap rappers if they come over there and are like you know they've been doing that for a while. I mean, yeah, like go, but the UK drill feels some type of way like they ain't getting their credit. So how you feel about that? Go ahead, I mean, I, I like UK drill and I like I like New York drill. I mean, but of course, you know, the home of drill is Chicago. But right. at the same time, I don't think a, a lot of people think that the UK are like, oh, they're not really doing what they talking about. Them boys really out there. This kid ain't got the guns. They, they have really strict gun laws and stuff where they can't boys get got guns. Knives. They're stabbing the fuck out of people <laughs> and shit. Like, them niggas really, they really about their shit, though. I mean, they might, like, have all these elegant actions. Oh, you bloody bastard and shit like that. You know what I mean? But the right. niggas really, you know, handling their so business. So you said, so they're not drilling, they poking with you? So you said if they're not I mean, that's, I guess that's their idea of drilling and shit. But I right. mean. Niggas up, right. But I mean, I guess. Yeah, but, either, but either way, to say that, I mean, they, a lot of New York rappers have been taken, especially like uh, Chef G actually sat there and took a lot of the UK beats. Right. And like, uh, and, and like, pop middle, smoke, right? right? rest in peace, pop smoke, pop smoke. He was a lot of those type yeah, of, uh, he was using what mellow 808 was his producer working, right? Not, not, not too familiar with the producer's name, but you could, they have a sound like the UK sound oh, yeah. sounds more darker, like more. But like, see, you know what I like about the UK sound a lot too? I feel like it's more clubbier, like the way pop smoke song was deal, and like just they, the way the UK doing it is like it got that energy of Chicago, but it makes you dance more too. It's just like, I don't know, it's just something that it do to the club or whatever, that energy is a little, it's like they kind of added something to it. That make right. it, like everybody just like paying attention to it a lot more, whatever what UK was doing. And like I said, New York kind of running with it. And um, they, they, I think with the, with the UK cats, <clears throat> I think uh, they have a lot of influence, obviously Caribbean influence, you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I think you hear that too, but at the end of the, look, I'm gonna be real with you, man. I, I'm not trying to discredit nobody or nothing, man. But I mean, I don't want to hear no dudes that rap that sound like they wrote the Constitution. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's, I can't get into it. Like I try, I try. I'm like, hey, you know, blah blah blah, and I'm just can't like that. That ain't some shit that I could just turn up and just. No, I, no, I, no, no, I no, I feel you. Like, that's a whole thing. The accent, the accent. We hearing a lot of yeah, the accent. Their accents are ugly. A you know dude, actually. Nah, but I'm sorry, but actually, uh, I really don't honestly listen to too much UK drill either. I, I like I said, I enjoy the instrumentals though, 
Like right. you said, it's yeah, kind of, that's, yeah, why like, that's why I like that's why I like New York. It's tight. That's why I kind of like New York's like drill because they use a lot of their, their style like instrumentals, mm-hmm. but rap you know in a way that we can you know relate to a little bit better over here. Right, 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 right. That's why I say I like I like what they're doing, and um, I think it's dope. But like you said, I think a lot of people say they can't get with the accent. Because I was talking to a dude from Denver, and he was like, "We got a dope scene out here." And I was listening to some of the artists he was letting me hear, and I'm like, "I like." He said the only thing people be saying like we say everything too proper and we pronounce everything right. And like why I say, I guess is that the accent and all, and it just we can't really. But I don't know. Like you said, everybody loved the Beatles, why? When they was big, they ain't had no problem with fucking Paul McCartney. But I mean, come on, don't don't. Yeah. John I mean, that's true, but I mean, but you couldn't hear But the Beatles and Paul McCarthy weren't talking gangster shit, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's right. I guess you're and, right. And they were singing. You couldn't hear their accents. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you only hear the accents really, I guess, truly when they talk. You know, them boys sounded like you know, like they they in a spelling contest or something. <laughs> you know, they sound like they can. That shit don't listen. It's cool if like if one if I could hear those English accents, you know, like on the news or or the weather, or they're telling me, hey, you know, this is how we going to beat the swine flu or the, or the, or the kung flu, whatever, <laughs> you know? Whatever they give you breaking news. Yeah, that. but if they talk about news. slanging and, you know, they moving bricks and all of that, like, nah, dog, like, I don't believe Well, you, if, you know? if, like you said, you might don't, we don't probably don't understand the accents a little bit too much, but we do love their production. They beats dope, we could agree. Yeah. The UK got some banging-ass tracks that they're doing right now. They, yeah, they, but yeah, I, I love it, you know. But I mean, at the end of the day, hey, you know, it's drill sound and New York drill, and it'll start in Chicago. But that, as a subject we all talk about, we talked about plenty of time. That drill music, really, we know what that, that sound comes from. That's Manny oh, Fresh's wow. NM sound. Yeah, I know. And, and, I that, and that's Three Six Mafia sound. But then, but see, I'm gonna say when I was saying what I was saying, niggas get mad at me. I say, you know, Paul them influenced Atlanta sound and all that, man, and them with the 808s and shit. But I say. Waka Flocka, Southside, 808, 808 Mafia, Lex Luger was doing Waka Flocka with the dreads. Yeah. Waka had the dreads on his face, all sweaty next to Gucci, and he was a shooter. He was looking yeah. just like Chief King and with the fucking dreads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the look definitely, yeah. Definitely had, that was all that, all that. I go hard in the paint with the dreads. That was yeah. it. That was really Waka or whatever. And like I said, I love what Chicago did, but I'm like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. Chicago I, people and, came from the South. Like a lot of them people came from Mississippi. Oh, and yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's the Great Migration. The yeah, first, absolutely. The first one. So, like I said, we know they got. No, no, I hate not Chicago. I love Chicago. You know, and, and, and Chicago's a city that also, Chicago's like a New Orleans to me. You know, like there's not too many cities. You know, not 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 just culturally, but also I the rappers it, that it's true, I, I, on the Chicago stuff I do, especially. And then a man that found in Chicago lived in New Orleans before he left. Hated John Baptiste Point Dusabo. He found yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of connections there, but but um, yeah, I'm not taking nothing from that, and that's what a lot of people take. Right, right. We right. just older cats, you know. How I have these conversations with my son, mm-hmm. and I'm like, son, I heard this before in this business. So the listen, all I'm saying, the South Sides, the uh, Lex Luger's, the uh, Zaytovens, the right. all so of those cats. Yeah. On Manny Fresh's kids. Of course, yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> right. saying. That's what, you know what I'm saying? DJ Paul. That's all it is. DJ Paul and Juicy J. Like, all of that sound. Look, I love them. If anything, what I'm, I'm bigging them up because that's, I think Manny Fresh is the greatest of all time. I think DJ Paul and Juicy J are the greatest of all time. But I think they're great. I, I think, evolution is just like, you got Sugar yeah, Ray You got Sugar Ray Leonard. You got, you know, Muhammad Ali, Joe Lewis. You got... You know, Mike Tyson, you got on Floyd Mayweather. Everybody keep coming and all that. So it's, yeah, it's a continuation. Just it didn't just start what you do. The world been around a billion years. It's a beautiful like, thing. All I'm saying is when I say the younger cats say it started here, oh, it's just a general reminder. Hey, man, th- this came from over here. And that's all it is. I'm not taking nothing from them, boy. I love Chief Keith. You know, when I heard that, that love so, so I was like, hey, dang. Hey, hey, hey. That's you know, so I was like, dang. That shit was so hard, bro. That was hard. Yeah. And Chicago, and I was trying to say this, Chicago's one of those cities, one of, maybe Chicago, you know, definitely Chicago, New Orleans, where when I hear a rapper coming out there talking that gangster shit, I believe him. It's believable. And right, Josh, yeah. Josh, <laughs> you know, they, they Josh, Chicago is uh, a tough place. Josh, expound, yeah, on your Chicago, expound on your Chicago love and your Midwest where you know, you know, your roots too, what I've been in, you know, Milwaukee and your love for one of your favorite cities, like you said, Chicago and the music scene, what you think? Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, 
Wait, wait, I'm not sure what you asked me though, bro. Like I said, That's just like, like you know about you know staying in Milwaukee and all that in that area, and then you know you just love Chicago so much. It's just the Midwest and what you know and just what you love about the sound and you know everything that you know that you like about them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just like it, bro. You know what I mean? It's, like I said, it's part of my, it's part of my roots. You know what I mean? When I was coming up. Right, right. That's what right. I said, like I said, I know you. The um, like I said, I just feel like. Like I said, everybody got their little sound. I feel like Chicago definitely put that on the map. They slangs, you know, the 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 realness in their music, the authentic, you know, being so Chicago, authentic and all that. The yeah. culture, the co- yeah. the culture in Chicago. I've been uh, with Chicago to have somebody because when I was thinking about like back in the day, like with Common and Twister with the, you know, it and do or die when do or die, yeah, yeah. the crucial yeah. conflict. Yeah, you fucking right. Do or, die, do or die when I was a kid. That was definitely one of my favorite little groups. You know, West was always on that tongue twist and shit. There was like more oh, rap yeah. fight, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Right. And that's how, the, that's how, that's how the whole beef started up between Bone Thugs and Harmony and, uh, and Twister. 3-6. Uh, well, Twister 3-6. Uh, well, well them, them niggas too, though. Yeah, uh, they were beefing too. Right, because right. everybody wanted to say they claimed that speed rap shit. But like you said, 3-6 and them actually, yeah, they definitely had like a long beat because, oh, y'all started that dark style shit and this stuff. we started mm-hmm. this, you know what I mean? Mystic so, but uh, Chicago, yeah, Chicago, one of them cities, man, where it's just, uh, you know, their, their coach is very strong and, and it and, and they truly a lot of if you go back further, you know, the most talented uh, artists, you know, they all, you know, and just the people in general, they all have roots down here, Mississippi, mm-hmm. you know, because of the great migration and, and everything that happened. Mm-hmm. But when I was up there on my Chicago. Yeah, when I was up there, when I was in the Midwest, all my friends were like, oh, like, they were like, oh, where are you from? I'm from Louisiana. They're like, man, I got family down there. I got booked my grandma from Mississippi, by Alabama. You know, a lot, like you said, the roots definitely run uh, deep the from the south. The in Chicago that everybody loves is called Harold's. And the man Harold, I think his name is Harold Pierce, he's from um, Alabama. And that's yeah. why when I went up there and we had stopped because we was coming from Gary and Dan and we was on a dedication tour tour and we had stopped and we had ate at Harold's. I don't, you know, they got different Harold's on in different parts that do like their own little thing because they franchise it. But I remember when I was looking at the menu, they had perch on there. And I'm like, perch? I'm like, this is some Southern shit. Like, you only perch in the South with all them fucking bones and them fish. So when I asked the lady or whatever and all that, like, <laughs> like, how you knew, you know, this probably was a person that owned this from the South? I said, because the perch, she said, yeah, he was from Alabama. So that go to show you the roots from the South to the Midwest with Chicago and all that. So like I said, you know, there's a lot of love with that. How y'all, um, what I about to see, um, what, I was listening to which McCall last night too. I don't know if y'all got a chance to listen to that boy. Wayne had his own, his own. Oh, um, I didn't radio. check it out, man. I was trying Wayne, to catch it. Was nice though. He had, he had Dion on there. You know, he's called Dion Onk, like how we were talking in New Orleans. Dion was talking and all that stuff like Prime that. Time, um, huh? Yeah, he had, he had baby playing some music for me. And, and Travis Scott had, um, came on and shit and was talking. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm so like, he had like a he kind of had like a podcast or something. Yeah, he it was like it was like um it was kind of like how uh, Apple be letting you have your little radio station. So his DJ T Lewis was like playing like Young Money records, like all Young Money shit, dope shit, Wayne shit, and you know Wayne artists and all that. And then um Wayne had certain people that came through like on the webcam. They were checking in, like Dion checked in with him. American Travel talking about like she was the first guest on there, just talking about what's going on in New Orleans with the coronavirus, you know how many people that died and all that, you know, it's just oh, that okay. affecting us so bad in Louisiana and stuff like that. And just all over, like you said, especially African-American people. And my cousin, you know, doing better or whatever and all that. He was in the hospital three weeks and all that, and it was looking bad for him, but through the grace of God. Yeah, I had like about, like at least five different members of my family caught that shit. Yeah. But uh, all yeah. of them recovered. My my, un- my aunt and uncle were the first one. They from Gretna, they end up having that shit. And, uh... They end up having to get hospitalized for a little while, but thankfully they made it out and they all like everybody's doing better now and shit. But that's just crazy, dude. Yeah, definitely. That hit hit hard. Yeah, I'm thinking about that's why I said the shit that that governor doing in fucking (laughs) is crazy. Like you aggressive like that to open up barbershops, uh fucking um fucking uh tattoo shops and bowling alleys and movie theaters, like what's wrong with you? Like, Next. like the lady in Vegas, the mayor, she said, "Well, we could she wanted to beat, yeah. Uh, we could on um, let the let the people in the casino figure it out. Like what? Like you gonna let them do it? Like people touching the dice, people touching the slot machines. Yeah. Like you gonna keep wiping the dice down with Lysol wipes every time? Like come on, that shit is like that shit gonna spike again. But I don't yeah. really understand like how you get these jobs, brother, just be in these positions to have all this power <laughs> over people in their lives and out, you know, they your life in their hand. And he's a bunch of you know." Boneheads, numbskulls, but I don't. Yeah, it's uh, 
It's the power of the dollar, man. You know, they, you know, uh, a lot of those politicians taking those backroom deals and cuts on a lot of different industries and it's fucking up their money. So they getting pressured. And then also they getting pressure from just regular people that, you know, I mean, listen, the thing became is all like everything else that mm -hmm. shouldn't, mm -hmm. it should be universal. We should don't matter, you know, what political party you are a part of right. and like, like everything else in this country, it, it, they politicize it. So now mm -hmm. the people on the right, Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be uh, trying to open it up. And then the people on the left mm -hmm. are more conscious of the issues at hand in health. But in reality, we all work. Right. You know what I'm saying? We all, we all, we all love, we all have loved ones. None of us want to get sick. At the same time, we all also want to go to work. You right. know, the problem is that the, the government isn't on the same page. And then the people all too busy trying to, just spite each other. They might feel the same way, right. but they just going, because you represent somebody different than them and di different beliefs, they just going to go against what you, what you got to say, even if it costs them their health. That's what I'm saying. You That's what, what I'm saying? trying to figure out. Like, why not let the science guide you? Like if the science telling us that social distancing, uh, don't open up this fast, whatever, cause we might have a second spike or whatever, then the hospital might get overwhelmed again. Then it's going to be even more months of this shit. So like I said, the long ticket, I saw a party that showed me, Somebody showed a party in Chicago. Everybody was in that bitch. Nobody ain't got masks on there. And that bitch like it's house party, nigga. It was like it was like it was like a thousand people at that party. Even I saw some shit in Florida. They had like a big old block party. Everybody out there, like I'm like, damn, there's like, been, there, and it's black been block parties <laughs> all over the country. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, come on, we gotta do better. Them boys was in there grabbing asses. It was tight. <laughs> nigga, try, nigga trying to highlight bras and shit with no masks on, run up on girl. Some girls gonna fit masks on they fucking have like it's they back. Like you getting too close, you know. You got to social this some, you know. Some of them they got to pull out that shit on. What I about to say? Look, but but hey, look, but it's younger people, it, it, and it's it's black people, it's white yeah. people, it's, yeah. it's the it's younger people. You know, right. they horny. I mean, think right. about it. Yeah, because they the white people doing it on the beaches. They doing it in Florida. Think about, that's what I was about to say. Think Florida, about Florida, it. You twenty. Look, think about it like this, GD. You twenty years old, or Jai, you twenty years old. You're eighteen years old. You right. know how you was feeling back then, right. and like you ain't got no ass in the house. Right, yeah, you want to fuck everything. So, like you say, it's, it's a lot of people just not taking you, it. You're not thinking, you know, when you're young, you're not thinking like that. Logical. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, you're yeah. not thinking logical. And I'm not excusing them because, right. you know, but, you know, we all did stupid stuff when we're young. You know, I think you look at those young kids, they're just trying to have fun and get their dick wet. Right. You know, and uh, you they're not thinking about the consequences. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because all that, like you said, hopefully every time we fall off a bike or we bump our head or we feel that stove kind of hot, we don't do it again. So hopefully people learn because, like I said, in the, the day, other people' lives could be on the line by it or whatever. Um, what, what I was about to say, what you thought about that shit when that boy French was saying that he had more hits? Because, I mean, we know Kendrick got more hits than him. But this man really sat up there and said he had more hits. And Kendrick, Lamar. I, I, I think I, French Montana got more hits than who? He said he had more hits. Exactly, Kendrick Lamar. Look at the fuck out here, man. And, and I know. know no, 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 off from Thug, like man, you tripping, man? You got more hits than them. Like, nah, nigga. I think I, I, I think I don't like French Total. Montana. I don't like this. I never really. It's not that I don't like him. I just never understood what. You I know, thought he like, was fly. He had the swag with his music, but it, that's all it really was. He was like a one trick. I love, player. I, I love Max B. I love they hood. I love yeah, Max B too. You know the Bronx. You know they got. You know they got. They. I love them. I love Max B. But French Montana, I never understood. French Montana never. I don't get it. He he should he should have way more hits than he does if he was fucking puffy. You know what I'm oh, saying? No. Like, I ain't gonna do a dog <laughs> like that, dog. Damn. Well, I mean, look, 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 look. No, Look at stupid ass. I don't like that shit. You're talking about puppy, right? Hold up, man. I, said, <laughs> I know. I know he was going to get mad. I know he was going to get mad. But uh, no, man. I, I think, look, as, as you know, whatever. I don't think he was trying to diss. I don't think it was like he was, he was just trying to, uh, you know, get his name Club popping G. out there. But, but he was looking at the DJ battles. And I think that's what that was. He was just saying, let's do a little, you know, it wasn't like he was like, hey, I'm better than Kendrick Lamar. It was kind of like he was just trying to do one of those IG battle around. type deals. But I think even he himself knows that, I mean, is he saying hits? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, Kendrick Lamar only got like, what, four albums? But he's got a lot of hits. He had a lot know? of hits. They had broken down on the internet. They had all of them. But it was like, how many hits? He had. 
And and I think French already had like two main ones that was really even some, but Kendrick had a lot of them. Like it wasn't. I even. think French Montana got. He's involved in a lot of hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a, uh, 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 swimming, pools. swimming pools. Swimming pools. Yeah. That was big. That was a big one. That was. I think that was his biggest hit. That one and uh, bitch, don't fuck my vibe up. Or whatever right. Don't kill. Don't kill my vibe. I know I sounded old right now. Way more than that, brother. Yeah, Kendrick got way more. He, yeah, Kendrick. French Montana got he involved in a lot of stuff too. How y'all felt about this? Because, like I said, a lot of people was getting on me, and they was feeling like I was just being biased towards. Um, oh, I know where you're going with this. You ain't gonna yeah. like what I got to say. They either. was talking about young boy, and um, hold on, let me see. Is it starting another one? Let me see. Yeah, I guess we good. Uh, which McCall, like what they were saying about we was talking about young boy, whatever, like they was talking about young boy was influenced a lot by Kodak. Now I know he did the little dance and I know he had the little shit he said like Kodak, and I understand that he, he missed it, he loved him by Kodak. Young boy could have probably been influenced by him. But I was like, how many artists from Florida honestly was influenced by Louisiana artists? Now I don't know that many Florida artists that influenced. New Orleans artists of Louisiana, I'm just being honest. I, I, like, it, I, I, I like trick, it but is. I don't know that many people that publicly said it. But I didn't heard a lot of Florida artists publicly say that they was influenced by the high boys, Wayne, Boosie. Rick Ross. Um, um, who else? And, and then they're going to start fussing about North Florida, South Florida. Listen, them cats in North <laughs> Florida, from Duval to the yeah, other county. Duval, Duval said that twerk started in the Caribbean. I'm like, dude, the word came from New Orleans. That's a fact. And I said, LeDuval, your song, um, Living My Best Life, when you first come on it, you took DJ Jimmy line. We're going to start this thing, all right? We got, you know, uh, smile. Uh, I'm living my, do it, baby, stick it. That's DJ Jimmy, 1992. The main Yeah, exactly. Look, North, North Florida, look, I don't know. Shout what, out to Uncle Lugo. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it, it's... No artist has been more influential, mm-hmm. in a, especially since the last 20 years, than, than the artist from New Orleans. I mean, that's just fact. It, exactly. it, it's even, not just Boosie and Webby. Look, all that I count Boosie and Webby. That's and, the thing. Everyone's yeah, no, no, talking no. about Boosie and them. Who do you think Boosie got influenced? Right. Yeah. Well, he said, yeah, he said it. In the, in, the, in the Zoom video and all that, they came out with the Florida Lee hats and, yeah, and yeah, DJ. Yeah. What's, the, what's, what's your boy that makes the beats? Mouse. Mouse always love Manny Fresh. Like, yeah, Mouse love Manny Fresh. That's a, that's a Manny Fresh sound. You know right. what I'm saying? They always the wine. They always that they was influenced by, but I was like, when Kodak was doing like Kodak, you was influenced a lot by Boosie. Like, come on, let's be real. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of your style coming. And I was telling them, it was like, man, Kodak name come from off the documentary when the dude said he got his name from the dude gave him that name. I said, man, when Boosie said that shit on um smoking on purple, he said, he said, um, he said, throwback after throwback, everybody want to take pictures. They're like, damn, you missed damn, the Kodak. You missed the Kodak. He like, Kodak. He said that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Young, I mean, hey. Kodak Black was like nine years old when I, they came out. I'm not even disputing that. They all of them dudes from North Florida, they whole accents change. I don't use, I've been out there before, before yeah, the storm. South Florida, Central Florida. They have them North, North Florida, Florida accents, they sound just like them Alabama accents or, or, or even top, North yeah. Louisiana, right? Or, or, or Mississippi accents. Those, South Florida sounded, I, I think South Florida sounded a little different because South Florida got they're a lot different. of Spanish influence on that state, got a lot of, but Spanish that North Florida. Influence. They, they know country. They, they talking like country 30. If they yeah, 30 like and older, older yeah, the top. If they 30 and older, they know what they sound like and they know what them boys sound like now. Yeah. As soon as right. Katrina hit, a lot of people ended up over there. And, right. and it's okay. I don't understand why people don't want to give people the credit. It's okay. Everyone from New York mm-hmm. uh, saying you dig, all of them dudes from Dipset was saying you dig, all of that shit was from New Orleans. Right, all right. of them boys. That that shit was. It, it always. Ha- it's okay, everybody. There's a lot of stuff that, that we, way. I be trying to tell. You. It's some stuff that we pull from other places because it's like I said. A lot yeah. of New Orleans love Philly and love Dipset. And oh yeah, they people. love Meek Mills. So did, I don't know why. Did, it got influenced a lot by them, and that's why we they talk, love Meek Mills. New Orleans took. I'm like, we we got it. We pulled a lot. We was influenced by New York, and we was influenced by Cali too. When everybody was liking Pac. And, and everything with debt ruin and all that soul shit that yeah. influenced us too. So, but that's the whole thing. We could be honest and say these things influenced us too and all that. We could say Uncle Luke did sign Bust Down back in the day. When oh, we Uncle Luke, yeah. So we salute Innovative. And he gave us Ace Town when niggas was fucking girls to that knocking boots. That was a big song for mm-hmm. us. So we, we love Uncle Luke for that. Plus he made the girls, you know, Doodle Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, oh, listen, Uncle Luke, a, a legend. Uh, I mean, and look, it's, I'm not gonna look. All I'm gonna say about that, I, I, I agree, but at the same time, I'll say, I mean, I'll take Kodak Black. 
what started you gotta understand why young they're about the roughly the same age. I think you were Kodak's like what twenty-four right now or something? And right. and young boys like twenty-one. But Kodak's been rapping since he was like what, fourteen? He had that mixtape. Right. You know, and which was really good. Yeah. Very talented dude. I think the drugs done got to him the last, you know, but that happens to all all, all of them dudes. Yeah, you know, uh I say this even John Coltrane, Miles Davis had and Ray Charles. Yeah, and you know, had it goes hand in hand, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can you say? But I say this, Kodak, for all of the crazy shit he be saying now and doing, you know, but uh Kodak's a better rapper to me than young boy. It's not close. Oh what? I, I'm sorry, it's not even close. Kodak, uh, I know. I to be honest, I, like I said, I only listened to a little bit of Kodak. But I mean, honestly, I, to be honest, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I listened to full albums to him. I, I never really was a big fan of Kodak Black, but I am a fan of Young Boy, and I'm like, the the shit that I compare to Young Boy and Kodak is not even comparable, dog. The nigga, I don't know, Kodak. I don't just, know. I yeah, I don't compare know. Them. To me, to me, to me that's them. my favorite. But no, yeah, Young Boy is definitely better than. Uh, I think y'all could. Co- I think I think if you think he's better, and all that's cool. But I think they're definitely comparable. You know what I'm saying? I, if they're a lot similar in, in how they act too, in, in, in some of the stuff they be getting into. Uh, but but I mean, I like Kodak. Kodak had his little draw. He had his little style. You know, a lot like you said. And then that's why I like Kodak because Kodak reminded me. Kodak was when's the last look? When's the last time you heard young dude spitting that gangster shit and you really was feeling it or whatever? It was BG. Yeah. It was Wayne at a young age, but BG more than anything. And and that's who he reminded me of. He might have not sounded like BG, but he reminded me when I heard him that young spitting mm-hmm. that stuff. And I'm like, man, I really like. What I loved about Kodak too. I loved his Florida pride. I love when I see him with the Florida Gator jackets on and shit and jerseys. I just liked yeah. the whole little Haitian pride he was doing with, with where he was mm-hmm. from, the pride. And like you say, he kind of had. He was all the way down south. He had his goals in his mouth. He embodied everything southern from a '90s baby. So I thought that was dope as fuck. That's why I liked him. We on that type of shit. That's why I loved him. Just like. I liked it how, how Dolph coming, how Money Bag Yo coming. I like all yeah. the stuff, all this that just keep that that down south. Oh, little baby, little baby. I think baby, now Wayne, Wayne said he a big he, fan. Wayne said he a big fan of little baby. I like. Yeah, I think. Yeah, actually, I, I like I like little baby. He's cool. Like I like I like little baby. I'm saying like you be thinking I don't like Atlanta. I'm like, oh, nice. I love Atlanta. Like I'm like Ti, my favorite rapper. But I was telling niggas, I'm like y'all act like I'm taking shots at the eight when they doing shit wrong. I'm saying shit. I'm like. T.I. did the same thing. T.I. came on the album dissing niggas and all that shit, saying how niggas represent Atlanta wrong and niggas wearing funny haircuts and skinny jeans. Like, T.I. was saying all kinds of shit. He was going at Gucci. Then Gucci went at him. Talking about what kind of nigga, you know, well, well, suit and all that shit. Like, your dog wine was bombing on Gucci. Then Jesus. So Atlanta had their little moments, too. And T.I. was the main one getting at everybody before he took the crown. But like I say, you know, if it's if it's wrong, it's wrong. You gotta call out like young pimp. Be telling them, though. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You gotta just say what it is. If you real, you gonna respect it. If you, you know, no. Ti had a good little one. I don't know Atlanta. I feel like the, the the whole thing with Atlanta is that Atlanta, Atlanta put in. You know, they have to listen. They got Outkast and Organized Noise and the Dungeon mm-hmm. Family. They already had a way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of once that that two thousands hit and, and and then they started popping. Uh, what was it though? The John really the took boys in the hood. Yeah, like yeah, that was the, that was the group they started out with. Yeah, but first the John got it. That was a boom. Like how boys mm-hmm. that that boys in the hood. That was a bootleg hot boys. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I can see that. I, can I don't see that. know, man. Like all of those dudes, all, they that was a bootleg hot boys. Come on. And I, I don't know, man. I just feel like they all Beyonce to everybody. They all, you know, I know, I know Beyonce ain't from, she's from H-Town, but I'm saying that I felt like in that time and Atlanta was the most prominent city doing it. A lot of people was taking dances and phrases and sounds uh, from New Orleans and it was just popping it like, oh no, we, we, we running this now. Like that's how, you know, I don't know. The main thing I told you that I, like, like I talked about with GD before is that, I think the main thing that Atlanta had was they like snapping music. That was literally the only thing I could say that I remember. Like, I don't think they got influenced by anybody else from that kind of music. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you're right. Cause you're right. Cause crunk music was kind of like from three six. From Memphis to me, yeah, that was definitely Memphis. Talking about snap was really their music. That was the that was the only thing I could think of that honestly they made originally. I can't think of anywhere else where they got that shit from. But like I said, Memphis definitely brought a laughy taffy. Yeah, I guess they had the futuristic run too. When they had that sound, but the trap sound, I mean, the trap sound was their sound, but it was derived from other stuff. But I mean, that's the, that's the thing. 
even though it was, we could still see where the influences came to kind of spark it. Just like I tell people, I feel like, yeah, we was doing a bounce in New Orleans. I feel like what Luke was doing was kind of like what the bounce rappers was doing with the shaking the ass shit. Like what Luke and them were doing, even though I just found different, but we could say Luke was the first person on that kind of shit with Two Lock Crew. Before we had girls shaking that, it was Luke doing it. It's just the bass music, yeah, yeah, different about music, but we can still tell it was kind of derived from that. I still can't act like Luke wasn't doing that. Like I'd be, yeah, like, he was. No, act he was. like man, we just did that for a while. I was telling my partner the same way, like man, no man, we, we, Luke stuff was different. Like dog, Luke was the nigga had the girls dancing, man. Our girls dance better with it. Shaking ass, but Luke was doing that, telling, calling him spy shit. Shake that boy. Yeah. To go back to the other stuff about the South, I was telling somebody, I feel like when the South really, really, truly took over before Atlanta had their like their big run, I feel like when Outcast and Goody Mouth did they, they, they did their thing and put the South in in a conversation. But you know, at that time, Dent Road, oh yeah, the turn. Jermaine Dupree was doing what he was doing. Yeah, but still he wasn't did. Like, it wasn't like a major, like you running shit like Get Roll and Bad Boy was doing. So when those two labels kind of dissolved, cause, cause, well, at least the Gangsta Park, a big guy that Gangsta Rap kind of was going away, and then Sugar and them had all kind of stuff going on with Dead Roll. When, when, when Master P came up, and then everybody see how much money he was getting, how much commercial success he was having as a Gangsta Rap, that inspired everybody in the South. So you get niggas like Jeezy, you get people like Coach Ken P, you get people like. You know, so many people, because, yeah, Jay Prince inspired them, but nobody, like the Ghetto Boys, and do what Master Penum did on a level with all that. Numbers, people. numbers, they numbers. Had, was, money did, came behind them, had a bigger deal, and then they went on tour with Rough Riders. That was groundbreaking. For them to say, damn, these New York niggas, like, Think about getting money like that, and they got their own company, and these their real cars, and they rock right. like this, and they coming to car shows, laying their stunt down like this. These country southern ass niggas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that look, and that that's why I looked at in, in that moment at the Source Awards with with, with Andre when he said, uh, "95, you yeah, know, I forgot the South what he got something, got something we got right." Something. All y'all closed-minded folks, act like right, right, right. So <laughs> me, they put on for as far as lyricism, you know, Quans the. I wonder why you should break uh, up, you know? Yeah, break it up a little. Huh? We were breaking up a little. What you saying? Oh, my bad. So, yeah, so I think Atlanta, as, as far as Outkast, Dungeon Family, Organized Noise with the production, you know, they were more like, hey, here's, we're, we're lyricists. We're, yeah, we're artists. Yeah. You know, like, we're, we're one and one with y'all. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they made their record sales, not that they were bad, but they weren't on par with the, with, with the Suge Knights and the uh, Bad Boys and all of that. Now, right. what Master P did, and I don't think people talk about it enough, uh, I think now it's crazy because we're having this conversation 10 years ago, and then you go back 10 years before that, people wasn't giving their props. Now it's kind of like a thing that's known they can't ignore it. But what Master P did and No Limit did was they basically, and, and Atlanta was popping and it had that era after. But what you got to give No Limit in New Orleans and Master P and them, they made the South pop as far as they sold millions and millions and millions and tens of millions of records. And right. this is the thing. Nobody up north and nobody on the East Coast was claiming they was buying them, but right. they were not regional numbers. Those were huge numbers. That right. they you were can't just sell it. You're getting enough people right. in our area for that. Right. That's why when I was thinking about what Nelly was saying, why? Right. If they were buying those records. This is... No, you going? I'm, I'm my bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so what I'm saying is what Master P and them was, did, is they, they basically made the South pop and mm -hmm. popular when they didn't want to, when the East Coast and the West Coast and the listeners, they were getting that first, like, like man, this is like, this is mainstream at this point. You right. know what I'm saying? They were putting up mainstream numbers. And what they did is basically we had the South popping, you know, like you said, Scarface and then they was doing their thing. UGK, they was doing their thing, you know, the ghetto boys, but no, they, no limit. What Master P did was bust that bitch wide open. Right, so right. where like y'all be getting we get national numbers. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get record deals and we getting distribution deals. I could put out a record when I want. I don't gotta worry about no white man telling me what I want, and I'm gonna tell him what the fuck I wanna do. Then like I said, baby them come out and do it, and that kind of sent a message to everybody. Like Jay and them got joint ventures, Diddy got a joint venture, Russell had a production deal, that row had a joint venture, no limit cash money at distribution deals, and it was getting big advances. And like I said, they just influenced the hell out of the game. 
and all that, and everybody and it, wanted yep. the New Limit Soldier or Cash Money Million. Another thing I was thinking about when Nelly was talking about if he was from New York, how big he would have been, even though he did, he wanted artists that went diamond as a rapper. I know Eminem did too, um, as a rapper in the Midwest. He said, if I was from New York, I would have been even bigger. And I think about what Wayne did when he was dropping all the mixtapes, like No Sillings, The Dedicates, The Drops, all that shit. And put out the car to three and sold a million and sixty six thousand in the first week. If Wayne was from New York, Wayne would be like a real god to people. But by him being from New Orleans, why I feel like he don't get enough credit because he's not from the Mexico. Still, you know, I don't, I don't know about that though. I feel like he still get enough credit. Like I mean, a lot of people still put him in their top favorites though. I mean, like yeah, but they still another yeah, Kendrick Lamar. That was one of the major influences. The younger people number one though, Ja. If he was from New York, he would be number one. Would he done? With the mixtape, the way he took the mixtapes to a whole nother level, because 50 and Dipset did what they did with the mixtape, but Wayne changed the game where niggas get on your fucking song. Why he just steal your hurt. beats and go and go fucking ham on them? Nigga, you know what I mean? like, he did this. He was a terror. He was raining terror on the game for like two years straight. So yeah, at a high level, a lot of niggas put out mixtapes every time they drop mixtapes every month and all like they be doing. I mean, that should be whack. Wayne was putting be out whack as a and he was like, giving a, a, every, every mixtape Wayne dropped, the shit was fucking amazing. And but every like, verse literally, he got on, he, he don't put out no bullshit. Every feature he got on, it was hot from any type of job. Yeah. He got on. So that's what I'm saying. If he was from New York, do y'all feel like they would have treated him different if he was from New York or something like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. He would have got, got more praise from that. But I mean, I still think, to be honest, I'm not trying to like, be funny. Like I said, I think he still is getting praised. Right. Like a lot of people still put him in his, like their favorite rappers. But I mean, like you said, he might have gotten a lot more shine if like, he'd been from like a bigger city like New York or like LA or one of the ones that actually, you know, where they feel like they control with different things, especially because like New York always has that like, you know, superiority complex kind of like, oh, we better than this, yeah. we started this. Yeah. And, and it's still there. It's right. still there. It's, right. it's definitely, you're right. You're right. It's, it's definitely still I there. Think it's, Go ahead. I, I think it's still there. I think it's still there. I think, John, I think both of y'all are right. I, and I noticed that too. You know, Wayne's getting his props, but it's more from I want to say the thirty-year-olds present day and down. You know what I'm saying? Because whether no matter where they're from, it, it don't matter where they're from. I think the older cats our age, thirty-five and up, thirty-six, those guys to this day, you know, especially those New York guys, they they don't or the, uh, I say those uh, uh, Northeast guys, they don't give, they still don't put Wayne up there. They don't consider. Wayne as uh, one of the goats, and he is, he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think, I think it's down. a generational thing. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you look at the game now. Wayne got grandkids. You know yeah. Saying what Wayne don't just got kids. He got Young Thug, and then you got Young Thug's got his kids, Uzi, and all that. All of that yeah. is Wayne's tree. You know right. what I mean? That's all. I love little Uzi. I love. I, that's a little dude. I love him. You know, that's a that's basically a Wayne auto tune Wayne, you know, with, with, with not really too much of the, of the bars that Wayne had, you know what I'm saying? That's just like a little aspect to him, but that's one of his right. trees, right. you know right. what I'm saying? To me, you know, so he's, he's influential. Uh, if you look at what, if you look at all the categories about the goat rappers, he checks all of them. You know right. what I'm saying? He right. checks all of them. So, and I'm a Jay-Z I, I, fan, and niggas act like I'm hating. If I said that, I could really honestly say that, though. Like, I'm a, I'm a Jay-Z fan, but I can't be biased. If you look at the stats and look at where Wayne started, just like Michael Jackson started young. You know, a lot of people that start real young, Kobe, all these people that start young and, and do it so long, of course they're going to be special at it. And Wayne been doing it at a high level with a great company for years. Cash money outlasted everybody. And oh, they outlasted the, everybody. They started with yeah. they, they, they peers. So to say that Wayne is not great, he started, like Jay-Z was a late bloomer. Wayne was an early, like Wayne came out the game, came out the gate going hard. Huh. He was going hard even when he couldn't even curse. So he always stepped up to the channels and Wayne reinvented himself so many times. Then he did it on, at a time when he had Drake and Nicki. You got two superstar artists and you still going hard. All y'all still going hard. Like who could do that? Like, I mean, two of them, I mean, Kanye did come with Jigga or whatever, but like I said, uh, Wayne just, like I said, I don't know, I still wonder I would have been if Jigga would have did all the mixtapes like Wayne did. Yeah, no, uh, I think, I think, you know, Wayne for sure. I mean, yeah, like you said, Jay-Z, I, I'm not saying- putting out an album a year. Jigga, my dog, but Jigga was putting out an album a year. Wayne was dropping mixtapes like- but, 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 Like, but like multiples really, a year, bro. Yeah. You can't hold that against- Jay-Z, because at that time, the mixtape game and the way 
music was put out, it was different. You know, Wayne is one of the forefront runners of that mixtape. I guess if Wayne it. had a, per it was a perfect storm for Wayne to do what he did. Cause Jay really had to do that. Cause I guess Jay was already at the top of his game. He didn't have to do that. Wayne was they trying to get Wayne to do that, to turn it up and say, look at me. I'm about to show y'all I'm gonna rap so much. Y'all gonna get tired of hearing me. I guess Wayne yeah, it was just, it's, it's a mean, different, Wayne was it was on a different time. Right. All Jay, all Jay Z had to do, and they did it. All Jay Z had to do was go to Hot 97, go on there, spit a couple of freestyles. You know what I'm saying? And he was in a, and and that's no, that's, that was their era. Yeah, that was their that was their era. You know what I'm saying? I think I, I'm not gonna go that far. I would say this. I say if you put Jay Z in this era or in Wayne's era, where he had to drop mixtapes and all of that, you know, I I don't think he misses a beat. I think he does it too. You know what I'm saying? To you know, one of the greatest to do it. I'm not gonna sit here and say Jay Z code uh, Wayne's quoted in Jay Z or I'm not saying y'all saying that, but I'm not gonna say that either. Right. I just say it was just a different time, and Wayne has to get credit right. for being one of the first guys. Now everybody do mixtapes for free, right. but at that time that was crazy talk. That was crazy, yeah. Baby even felt like that too, like he oversaturated the market. Yeah. Wayne knew what he was doing. He was going. It, per it worked. Then he was gonna make everybody else see who really couldn't last. Like if you can't keep up like this, you you gonna get left behind. And Wayne yeah. made you listen to him because he was spitting balls and he was giving you so much content. You felt like, damn, I'm gonna go to him because you felt like he was getting something that the other artists wasn't giving you. You know, you waiting for Wayne to say, I'm gonna kill this beat. But like I said, Wayne definitely is special and influential. And like I said, just so happy from New Orleans. Just like, I, I, and I and I look and I say one more thing too. The, the the only thing with Wayne that I always had a problem with was. That to me, for a long time, I guess I, you can't do it no more because I, I had, like I said, it's a different game with mixtapes and, uh, you know, features and singles. And it's just a different game. Right. But I always judge rappers or artists by their body of work, their albums. Mm -hmm. My problem with Wayne was that Carter, that Carter one, the Carter two, you know, 500 degrees. You know, he wasn't missing. Those were all great. But once he had the spotlight, once everybody was looking at him, I'm going to be real with you. Carter 3, Carter 4. Man, you didn't like Carter 3? No, nah, I can't say that. His mixtape oh, was man. Carter, Carter 3 was fine. I, 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 mean, I, I, I like Carter 3, but I, I, like, I, I, I do like Carter was, 1 2 better. I, I can agree that, that maybe 4 and 5 were like a mixed bag. But 5 wasn't actually that bad. No, 5 was actually no, I, like five. I, like, I like 2. I like, I like 2 a lot. Yeah. I like 2. I like 1, I guess, because I miss my dog and bring it back to the bottom of the map. 2 was the best in my opinion. But, I love, but Carter 2 was my shit, though. I think yeah, that's, that's the best yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. What's, your favorite think, what's your favorite card then, Juan? Oh, uh, man, I'll probably say, mm -hmm, I, I, I might be being biased. I'll probably say one, but two. A lot of people, well. a lot of uh, people, two, two, like one, they like one and two New Orleans people. A yeah, lot one of people, and two. they like three. Most people like big fans, they like three or two, but yeah, most nah, people I, like one or two. I, I say, I say, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say, I'd probably say one, but two's right there. Look, two is also yeah, too, sentimental. So, two's Katrina. You know, right. all we all been through it. Right. I was in what? I was in D.C. area. Hi, man, came out, nigga. Yeah. Oh man, look, I was man. up there in Northern Virginia. I was out there and in D.C. And look, all of everybody, and I'm looking around, everybody like singing the fireman song and this and that and the other. Like he took over. My right. beef with him was just his albums lacked concepts. Right. It was it was just like rambling. At least in the, they they like concepts. There was no I didn't find no real directions in some of his albums where I'm like, dog, you one of the goats now. You gotta leave something here like a body of work where it's like, man, like no one could no one is gonna sit here and question a reasonable doubt. Right. No one. Not in their right I, mind. I feel like Carter Three had that like Re had the song. I like Carter Three. I think Carter Three had a little more direction for wise, like how he had the um, the song with the when he had Dr. Carter and all that, yeah, 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 yeah. With that, the concepts and all that. I liked it on um, the other one that he had on um, with Jay Z or whatever, and all the Mr. Carter. Like, I felt like a little of that was him, kind of a little bit, yeah. I felt like, but I know what you're talking about. I like, got Kendrick had Good Kid Man City, the, uh, the whole album is a concept, and it, like I said, a modern day classic, bro. Yeah, Good Kid like, Man City is one of my top, yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm and that's what I'm saying. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, it told a story. Oh, yeah, you know, like the interludes and the skits and shit. I feel that, like that was my problem. That was my problem with Wayne, but like I said, it's not uh, I'm not taking nothing away from him. I'm just like, hey man, you know. You could say his mixtapes. There is some room to say that his mixtapes were might have been better than his albums. At least those 
three, four, and five in my book. You know what right. I'm saying? I think what's crazy is five is that one that was delayed, right? That Birdman didn't want to get Right, up. yeah. That, that was yeah. the one that just came out. That, to me, and everyone was like, oh, it sucks and all this and that. And I like that God took his time when he made me. That's my shit right yeah. now. Listen, <laughs> I think that album, if it would have came Lisa. out on time. Yeah, Mona that Lisa. That's fucking Lord Hemmers. With him he, yeah. Listen, you listen to that back end. That whole album is fired. You listen, especially that back end. He had a concept, and I was heartbreaking. Right. He had a concept, and he was talking. And those last songs, he's talking about heartbreak and this. We could tell us where he was at in his life at that time. Right. right, and I loved it. I was like, "This is what I've been looking for from Wayne," and it was just like bad luck. When I was younger, I used to always like that. I guess a little more about Wayne and the other artists because I always felt like Wayne was a little more personal. You know, he made the songs about his daddy. You know, yep. about young and blues about his baby mama. A lot of them didn't do that as much, but Wayne was the one like kind of pouring his heart out a lot. So I always did like that a lot. That Wayne did that. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, uh, like I said, you know, uh, I like the yeah, definitely. The, I think the Carter Five was really if it had came out on time, you know, I think that that would have been one of his best albums too because it, it had a concept. The songs were great. You know, he's really going in on them songs. You know, but I think Wayne is like like you said, uh, Wayne. Is, it happened to I think the drugs with him. Or the lean or whatever, I think it started, I think it, in his height, it affected him, I think, to where he could have put off, it was great quality, but he could have put out better, better quality. I don't know, in my opinion. Right, like, like, exactly, like the, uh, I'm not a human being, like, era is when yeah, he started, yeah. like, getting, like, on that shit and stuff falling off, in my opinion, you know what I mean? A lot of yeah, things, he, like, too much, it was too much drugs, I'm like, dude, nigga. I don't know if y'all Yeah, know I'm not saying that in a judgmental way, because. No, I mean, no, no, I mean, but still, I done I mean, been there. But, <laughs> I done but been there, but. It affected, I think it affected them from, from a create creativity uh thing. It's like he didn't care as much or just like, oh yeah, it was a metaphor, it was cool, it was something that rhymed, but it didn't have any nah, that bit was on that. I know one thing <laughs> right. I played, I don't know if y'all heard about it, that shit that happened with the 10 2 they finally changed that long Louisiana after over a century that Jim Crow oh, yeah. on. And, yeah, they've they been needed to change that shit. Yeah. It was only here in Oregon, right? Well, Oregon right, only here in Oregon. Yeah, or Louisiana, Oregon, but Oregon's still fighting because, you know, Oregon, I think they was using it for anything. Like, you go to jail for, like, a burglary and they could use 10 jurors to convict you. I think in Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken, it was only for, like, murders and shit like that. But, uh, like, big, big charges and I think, like, capital offenses. But I think, like, small shit, like, like literally, like, you can steal or something and go to jail in Oregon and get 10 people can convict you. I think I might be wrong, but I know Louisiana is, is abolished, and um, but it's not retroactive with an old like the dudes that's been in prison, like in Angola. I think it only goes right a few now. years back, right? Direct, well, it's on it's on direct appeal, appeal. So anybody that's doing the appeal right now, they first up for it. But I think the lawyers gonna try to put something together where they could present some to make it retroactive, and then that's when it's gonna affect other people, and then the prosecutors gonna have to retry them, or probably resentence them, like when they did the. The juvenile law, when a lot of those dudes that got convicted when they was like 17 or 16 and they went to jail and they was like 30, 40 years old in jail, once the other dudes got the appeal, the other guys that was in there on that law, they started coming home and all that. So, like I said, hopefully, you know, that. No, listen, yeah, hopefully that works out. But I mean, I, I think a lot of times they don't really want that to work out because. Oh, they don't. You know how many people, you know how many people are going to actually appeal court system is going to be after all this? I mean, it's going it's it's to be It's going to be crazy, but they don't have, I know they don't have the money to trial them case again, so they're going to have to try to work out some deals or some it's shit. It's going to alleviate, in a weird way, it's going to help them out because they're overloaded, but at the same time, you know, um, they made the problem, about, They made the problem. No, 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 no I know. Yeah. I know, and, and that's a good thing. Listen, Listen, Louisiana is the and, and like you know, like I it's guess what Jai was about like, to say. This the sow, you know they do some. Yeah, it's the, yeah, like style. like this the sow. Uh, you know, in Louisiana, it's a number what three or number four industry what? in the whole state. But we, you we, know, it's and we and we like incarcerate more people than we like. Like we probably we're number two. We're number two in the country. Now, yeah, I think on what Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma anyway. took over. Yeah, Oklahoma number one now. Yeah, Oklahoma yeah. took over us, but uh. We held it for years. We were yeah. the number one. Governor, like, that was the first complex state. Yeah. Yeah. Governor was trying you know, to. We, we, I'm listening. What you saying? It's a, no, it's a. It's, it's you know we know it's rooted in 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 racism. in racism, and then we also know it. It's also become uh because the you know the enough people money. that run state government it, it's one of the biggest and there's no industry look if you don't work in the oil fields or you don't work in the platforms or you don't got a job on a river out here in new orleans or or, or wherever right uh and if in new orleans if you don't work in the hospitality industry yeah, look if you get yourself a degree 
if you get yourself a degree in Louisiana, you you don't have no job for you waiting here. You got to go to Houston or you got to go out uh, West right. Coast. Right. So that's that's the state and the leader's fault mm-hmm. for not uh, having incentives or something in place to keep our talent. Mm-hmm. So what that's created is now the the prison complex system is the number three or number four industry right. in the state. So now it's not just a – where they could right. get, get in trouble. We want them to go to jail and then make money off them. And, 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 and it goes down into the schools, too. That, you know, they, they, it, it's like they're trying to get people in it's there because it's a business now. Yeah, it's a pipeline. It's a pipeline. Yeah. And, you got, and you got politicians that are getting paid plenty of money, you know, just on, a, just on a national stage. And look, and I think a lot of it came to light with the Hillary Trump thing. Right. Uh, when it was how, you know, the, the, the Clintons took a lot of money for that. Yeah, they took a lot of money from that private uh, prison industry on a national level, right. you know, and, and those, and those, and you look at those crime bills from back yeah, then, you know now. what I'm saying? Yes. And, yeah. and Hey, look, these people aren't on your side. You know what I'm saying? And it goes for the left or the right. So um, there's a lot more work to do, especially in Louisiana, but that is a, that's a great a start. Great you know what I'm saying? That was a beautiful start. You know? I know we would have been having, he was advocating for it too. You know, rest in peace, football. We, what y'all think about them LSU Tigers, bro? All in what fourteen NFL? You know, them dudes went to the NFL. Fourteen LSU players got drafted. That, that yeah, was look, I'm I'm rooting for anybody that's from uh, New Orleans, especially, mm-hmm. and and we all know Louisiana. You know, I, I, to me, Louisiana and Florida are gonna be the ones top tier talent yeah. that goes in the NFL. So yeah, obviously, I'm a little biased. Yeah, my favorite, yeah. But but I'm gonna be real with you. I don't care about the LSU Tigers, dog. And look, no, it ain't even that. Is is I don't watch college football. To me, no, I don't watch. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be, I'm a I'm a Saints fan first. We know that first and foremost. All we right, so I'm gonna be that. real with you before Katrina. All right, them LSU fans, and we know what their fan base consists of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't even gotta go into it. Okay. Them dudes are just like anything Louisiana, anything New Orleans related. They hate it on. Them LSU fans used to hate on the Saints. They hated New Orleans. They hate everything. So oh, I remember I remember being young and arguing with these cats like, y'all are trash. You know, they had Denardo over there. A lot of my friends I went to Curtis with ended up uh, going over there once Saban took over. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's be real. LSU wasn't even recruiting from New, New Orleans. Dudes in New Orleans had to get recruited from Miami or Florida. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I look. I have a, a, a it, it it goes back, but I don't like. I think, I think the program. I think the program going a different direction. But I know what you're it's saying. Changed. It's, it's changed. Oh, it's changed. Oh, it's What it was doing and all that. Just like they was taking the players from Grambling and all that when they had all the great players at Grambling State and stuff like that. Southern. Saban. Like Saban changed it. Saban made a concerted effort. To this day, Saban got connections in New Orleans. Strong connections in New Orleans, and he gets those guys that ball out, and he gets them over there in Alabama. He mm-hmm. got him in LSU, et cetera, et cetera. I'm glad for them, but I'm going to be real with you. I'm all about the Saints first, and I don't care because look at the draft. You got to separate the two. They, oh, we got to be LSU fan if we're a Saints fan. No, we don't. No, we don't. Y'all, all them LSU fans, all of them people, they, they, they started being Saints fans after Katrina. You know, I've been on this train. You know what I'm saying? So, look, they mad. Look at them. They mad because we didn't – they think we had a bad draft because we didn't pick one of those LSU guys. Come on, dog. Look, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be real with you. The same so fine without me. Like I said, are you on the sports a little more than me with us? So I ain't gonna I ain't gonna that, look look at Twitter. They was mad because we the real reason they was mad was because we didn't pick an LSU tiger. That was and they say we had a bad draft. Every analyst got us having a good draft. You look at the Vikings laws, that their rush was coming up the middle. You look at when Breeze got hurt against the St. Louis Rams. It was from pressure up the middle, the play where he busts his hand open. Yeah. So they they drafted a need. So they had a good draft. They drafted with – but look, why is Twitter mad? Why are the Saints fans mad? The so-called why Saints Green fans. Bay, why nobody from Green Bay ain't drafting nobody from LSU? Why Green Bay picked nobody from LSU? I ain't I really know. watched the draft, so I don't know, though. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to be real <laughs> with you. Why? <laughs> why? That's your team? That's no, the yeah, package yeah, yeah, team, yeah, you know, yeah, you know the Yeah, you know the package my team. Oh, that's your team. Oh, yeah, yeah that's you fucking with me, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, I don't know what they was doing over there. <laughs> they, they trying to get rid of Rodgers already, it looks like. God man. damn, dog. 
Yeah, they drafted uh they drafted that was a quarterback. Was saying, they the quarterback never don't want to train another quarterback to take his job. So no. Deion said quarter like Brett Favre ain't want nobody. No help Rogers really to the no, last thing or whatever. No. Like anybody help you take I respect job. it. I respect it, man. You wouldn't you don't want to show somebody how to replace you. You know, I respect right. it. Right. I respect right. it. But uh so my feelings about the drafts as we talking about it is uh I think we had a really good draft. They picked up some really good players. I think once you go into the third, fourth round, fifth round, those are just like, you know, lucky picks. If you hit, it's kind of luck, you know. But with you getting your guys that you want to get, and the thing is we didn't have a pick in the second round, I think, right? But we got first and second round talent at our all at our, our, all our picks because right. it was a deep draft at certain positions. So we had a good draft. And I don't care if they mad if we didn't get no LSU players. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not tripping. Right. I'm not tripping. It's I mean, all about the Saints, baby. With the Saints, that's so. it. You on the Saints all day. That's what it is, dog. But like I said, I'm. I'm wrap it up. I'm. Um. And I guess we'll just see what we do on the next episode, or whatever. But I appreciate y'all, dudes, bro. Y'all, J Boogie, Wine Wizard, whatever. It was a pleasure. We chopped it up about a lot of good shit. I hope everybody enjoyed this um, episode, whatever, and shit like that. Holla, yo. All right, for sure, man. All right, y'all be cool. Y'all boys be cool.